Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Ask T-Bone on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. I'm T-Bone, and I have two small favors to ask of you. First, I would like to get more iTunes reviews. I don't know what it is about me, but I just want to have more iTunes reviews because to me, that's how you figure out what kind of fans you have because fans will do you a favor and leave a review. Just like when you ask good patients to leave reviews, they do that for you. So I'm asking you if you really enjoy this podcast and want to keep me motivated to continue to offer this free resource to you, please go to iTunes and leave me a review. I would like. You know, I think we're at like 27, 28 right now, and I'd like to get up to 100 by the end of the year. So let's see what we can do. Let's see what you can do to help me to get to that. And number two, I need you guys to submit questions, and I need your questions to be, I need them to be different. I mean, right now we're getting good number of questions, but a lot of the questions are a repeat of things I've already answered in the podcast in the past, and I really don't like to answer the same things over and over again. So if you could submit questions by visiting www.tbonespeaks.com, that would be great. And then again, if you could help us get to 100 reviews on iTunes, that would be wonderful as well. So today we have a question submitted by Stan, and it says, T-Bone, can you talk specifically about the camera that you use in your practice, the brand, the model, et cetera, and implementation? Thanks very much. So. We, in our practice specifically, we are using Canon digital SLR cameras. Over the years, I've collected a T3, a T4, a T5, and I think I have a T6 as well. Now, when you say, oh, why do I say over the years I've collected? And the reason is, is I believe in having one camera per provider or in a perfect world, one camera per operatory. So for example, I have my own camera. My hygienists have their own camera. Our associate partner has his own camera, and our treatment coordinator has her own camera. So that way, there's never an excuse. I don't have a camera. That's why I didn't take pictures. So with that, we've over the years bought new cameras along the way. So that's why we have so many different models. Now, I'm not stuck on Canon. I think Nikon makes a wonderful product for the dental field. So certainly, that's fine as well. Now. In terms of, you know, I I would just buy the most common or the latest Canon Rebel model, T6, T7, whatever it may be, 
I wouldn't get into the Mark Mark twos and the, all of those, the high end full frame cameras. I mean, I think they're overkill for most general dentists and what we need to do. So I think the Rebel cameras are great. And that's what I've been using for 15 years now is the digital Rebels. We have a hundred millimeter macro lens. We bought the ultrasonic macro lens from Canon. It is, I want to say around four or $500. Reason we bought that is has a motor built into the lens to allow us to autofocus quite quickly. I believe in using autofocus, not manual focus. Makes it easier for me. And then you need a ring flash. Now, on the ring flashes, we have several different ring flashes in our practice. Let's call them the quality ring flashes, which in my case, I would recommend the Canon MR14 ring flash. Sigma makes a nice quality ring flash as well. So those would be my recommended ring flashes. And then I happen to found a ring flash on Amazon. Uh, those quality ring flashes are between four and five hundred dollars. And I happened to find an, a ring flash on Amazon that was a hundred dollars, and it's worked out pretty nicely. Now, why do I say pretty nicely and not great? Because there are times where it just it does the light is not consistent from it, like it is for my Canon ring flash. So just know that the hundred dollar ring flash works, and it probably works pretty darn well ninety percent of the time. But it's somewhat annoying when I take pictures and I go back to look at them and I didn't notice that they were overexposed or underexposed. So something along those lines. So those are the three parts to a camera that I use, the body, the lens, and the ring flash. For those of you that want to do ultra high-end photography, especially if you're doing a lot of anterior work, I would encourage you to consider a stereo point flash. This is one of those cameras that has two small point flashes on the side of it on a bracket bar. That allows you to really reduce reflections and get a really nice look from your pictures. I think some of the, the lecturers that you see out there are using a point flash, a stereo point flash. You know, I'm doing everything with a ring flash, and I'm quite happy with my photography. So I would say that 99% of you will be happy with the ring flash. You know, the 5 to 1% of you will need a stereo point flash. So that's the kind of the, the camera itself that we're using. now. On implementation, this can mean a bunch of different things. Let's start from the very beginning. So I think the basics of implementation are going to be having a new patient photo series. So in our practice, just like when you have a new patient walk in, for example, your practice may be a full mouth series of x-rays, or your practice may be a Panorex slash 3D and four bite wings. Okay, so you have a set of x-rays that you take you know, on your patients. So we have a set of photographs. So in our practice, we have six photographs that we take on every new patient. That would be a full face photograph, a smile photograph, a retracted with the teeth, slightly separated photograph, an upper arch, a lower arch, and what we call the hygiene photograph, which is the backs of the lower front teeth, which is where we often see a lot of tartar buildup and inflammation. So that's part of our standard series of photographs. And then we have orthodontic series. We have a sleep apnea series. We have different things that we've developed over time so that we can teach our team members. But the bare minimum is that new patient photo series. And then what I do ask is that I ask on every recall, we're taking a photo, whether that's a photo of something that we're watching, whether that's a photo of something that we recommend, or even in the situation where the patient has nothing going on, I want a retracted photo with the teeth slightly separated so we can monitor wear and recession on our patients. And that's the beauty 
of taking these photographs, not just once, but taking these photographs continuously on every visit, is that when patients come in and they say, well, this filling you did chipped and I can show them, hey, that wasn't a filling I did. That was a filling that was already there. See, this is from your new patient visit. Or if they say to me, hey, I'm not grinding my teeth, I can say, hey, let's put a before and after of your teeth when you came in five years ago and your teeth today. Or if they say, I don't know what you mean by recession, I can show them the before and the before recession five years ago and the current situation. So we have a lot of benefits there. So from a hygiene perspective, that, that's my, my ask of my hygienist. A new patient photo series and a single photo on every visit when they come in of some condition. And if not any condition going on, just the teeth retracted with retracted teeth slightly open. Now, part of implementation also is the doctor chair, and that's taking shade photographs, that's taking before and after pictures of your work. These are some of the things that I've gotten a little lazy about, quite honestly. I need to get back at doing those things because in today's world, we're social media driven. So photos are a great way to write blogs. They're a great way to communicate to other patients. They're a great way to communicate on social media. So I would use photographs. We've created a book in our practice called Healthy Smiles where it's examples of the work that we've done that cover a wide range of different things for the patient. So the patient can see, you know, if they come in with a class five lesion, I can show them another example of a class five lesion. If they come in with a, an adult sealant type restoration, preventative resin, I can show them what one of those looks like and what those sometimes look like underneath that. If they come in with an amalgam, I can show them what it looks like to replace their amalgams with tooth colored fillings. So slowly over time, you build your library. So to me, that's kind of our basics of implementing photography. And obviously, I believe that you have to have a photo printer to be able to print these photographs. What's the point in taking these photographs if you're not printing them for your patients to take home? And then secondly, you need a way to be able to show these photographs to your patients. The traditional method would be a second monitor in your practice in front of your patient. I put it at the one o'clock position in the operatories. So that as I'm standing or as I'm sitting and talking to patients, I can point to them and it's right in front of them so they can see what's going on. And honestly, a more modern way of doing it would be using your iPad, transferring your pictures to your iPad, and then allowing your patients to look at the photographs on the iPad. And the advantage of this is it would allow them to actually touch and draw and point out things on their own while they have it in their hands. So certainly those are some options there as well. So Thank you again. And again, if you could do those two favors for me, if we could uh, leave some more reviews, positive or negative, honest reviews on iTunes, that would be great. And then if we could submit some questions to www.tbonespeaks, that would be great. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. 
In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 